0: Episode last week, we just uh, there wasn't any promotion for it because Matt was in the hospital. Yeah, I know (laughs) how it is. Old hospital, Matt. Matt's got a new baby.
1: New baby.
0: Is that how that goes? That's how they announced it when he popped out. That's what the doctor said. Yep, kicked the door in. (laughs) And
1: new. at eight pounds and six ounces. Daddy. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome to a waxing, vaxing, Summer Boys Living, New Japan merging. Matt, we're going to be doubling. We're going to be nothinging. We're going to be having an episode of the Brothers of Discussion. Yeah! Yay. We're talking shocking releases. Well, not wrestling talent. Matt, the commentary talent. Oh, no! Uh, some shocking releases there. We're gonna get you all primed and buttered. We're gonna get you all lubed up for the double or nothing it's this weekend, Matt. I'm pretty geeked. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, the debut of our god, Matt. He's on TV. It's the best thing ever. It's it's better than I could have hoped, Matt. It's been a hot, spicy week as usual. I almost called off work today because my my uh, my heel. Uh, was not cooperating with what I put in my face, and uh, I was destroying my uh, my locker room, if you will.
0: Matt, how are things over there now that you have a new smiling baby boy? I might not know. I might it, this might be the zero sleep uh, over the last week, but I have no idea what. <laughs> I I couldn't even begin to fathom what the. You're Not cooperating with what you put in your face. Um. I have no idea what's going on, but yeah, I'm tired. So maybe that's it. There, There's different things I wanted to bring up today that I feel like, uh, because of the lack of sleep, I, I might need some clarification. I might need, uh, as our YouTube channel continues to grow and, uh, we keep having hot video after hot video, which I appreciate everyone who's been tuning in. Um, I'm hoping somebody can throw in the comments, some answers to some of the things I'll be asking for. Uh, Mike, what in God's name are you talking about? Uh what do you is your is you mean pain medication isn't cooperating? Oh, I, got, I uh I got food poisoning. And your heel
1: That's my bottom and my mouth and oh. my, is my face. And so I you put have, food in my mouth hole and then it came out really hot on the other have, side. And I you almost wasted part. PTO today.
0: Yeah. You have a body part that's called a heel. Well, it was being heelish. I guess I should have elaborated oh, okay. a little. Oh, okay. I understand uh, now. Um, yeah, so everybody, if you want to check out uh, Brothers of Discussion, um, <laughs> check us out at bodpodcast.com, of uh we, The episodes are going to be a lot longer than today's. Um, there's a lot of fun stuff on there. Matt's a lot less tired in other episodes. I mean, he's, we're recording at 1020 because I need at least one of my babies to be asleep um she'll be too soon so hopefully like that means sleep going to sleep's easier i don't know oh yeah we're we're thinking about potty training soon uh uh mike changing the diaper on a on a one week old and then changing a diaper on a on an almost two-year-old make like when you do the two-year-old i feel like i'm changing the diaper of a full-grown human like (laughs) she's She's been eating food for a while, so she's beefed up a little bit. So when I I yeah. do it, I'm like Jesus Christ, cover up! Like <laughs> well, you know,
1: I don't envy your situation, and I'm gonna give you a quick an- anecdote why. Okay, yeah. did you ever go to paint and pour? Yeah. And uh, you know, it's the gimmick is that you go paint, and then you also get a little glass of wine, so you get a little you get a little silly while you're painting. And uh, how many times have you taken a sip out of your paintbrush water cup? And how many times have you dipped your paintbrush in the wine cup? And I guess my concern is when you're trying to change Teddy's diaper and you accidentally put the dirty one on Eddie. Like, oh, man! <laughs> That's my concern. You're going to have uh, a paint and pour diaper
0: situation. Man, I, I have it down to a science with, uh, with little Teddy because he's... Uh... Sorry to say, because I, I feel like I completely regret it, but he got uh, he got circumcised. So he got no! um, at least Mr. Foreskin and oh, uh, Mike. No. I mean, you and I get it like that thing is delicate. Uh, but when it's um, an open wound, <laughs> it's horrifying. Wow. Um. I mean, so what I say, I have it down to a science. I mean, you have like a gauze that you put Vaseline on. That has to go on the wee wee, and then and then you diaper up. But this, of course, is after all the cleaning and the special cleaning you have to do on the wee wee in case any poo poo or pee pee gets on there. Um, it's yeah. So at least right now that's not happening. Could happen as I get less stressed about changing a, a circumcised <laughs> baby diaper. Uh, but that is probably the most stressed out because uh, it doesn't. Mike also doesn't feel great. So. He's yeah, screaming it doesn't in sound your face. Right. He's screaming in your face. So uh, I've got to scream, baby. I'm sure I would so, be
1: screaming, too.
0: Yeah, it's awful. I could not regret more doing that to poor little Teddy. But uh, alas, here we are. Um, Mike, <laughs> it's a great time to transition. <laughs> and it's some pro wrestling talk. Um, Mike, I, I, hope, I hope wrestling fans uh, will one day regret all of their pee-peeing and poo-pooing all over my excitement for New Japan and WWE at least having rumors of being talking, like, in the same room. What
1: is the beef here? What are people upset about? This is a fantastic (laughs) opportunity for everybody involved.
0: This is everything we wanted. We wanted AEW to challenge WWE because you want your product to be better. And everyone, like, I think some people just wanted to see WWE fail and they pretended that the competition was good and they just wanted to see, and that's fine. You can hate a company. I tell everybody to, to, you know, not be super loyal to brands. It makes pro wrestling better. Uh, but that that's you being super loyal to AEW. Like you got, you got to let go. You gotta, you gotta look at this from a fan perspective and go, Oh my God, regardless of title implications, regardless of what the storyline is, there's a great, there's a huge potential here to have some of the best in the world in the ring together, and we don't have to sit here and play this game of well, they're never going to see each other because one plays, uh, or I'm sorry, one wrestles on one part of the world, and the other wrestles in a different part of the world.
1: I, I Do we know there, what are the what what are the main complaints that you saw? That's my question. I don't I don't I don't see any my, negatives.
0: My favorite one today. And this is, I, I held back because I don't have the time to do Twitter arguments right now. <laughs> uh, but somebody who has a lot of clout uh, in the internet wrestling community tweeted out. So maybe if somebody uh, is a fan of his, you'll, you'll, you'll recognize the tweet I saw today. Uh, but he said, I see no upside from New Japan Pro Wrestling in this. Unless it's about the money. There really is nothing New Japan's going to get out of this. This this is a guy I've seen tweet a lot. And sometimes his tweets are funny, but they do skew towards one specific brand. And I got to tell you guys, when you do skew towards one specific brand, I really start to lose faith in your ability to judge pro wrestling because it's all... it's, It's not a thing. You're just a fan of three letters. Give it up. All right. Now, why that tweet is so ridiculous is... What in God's name would any of these businesses be doing, working together, but having money in mind first? (laughs) Why would they do anything else? Well, number one for all of these businesses. Yes. So you all know, for all of you that are going to one day be the same age as Mike and I, uh, yeah, they're doing it all for money. Yes. Oh, I just opened the forbidden door of truth um last so i he, checked
1: uh mcdonald's as a soda agreement with coca-cola and then they do all their toys through pokemon digimon right mush puppies do people still like i like hush puppies <laughs> yeah they're um, great
0: long john silvers baby <laughs> yeah they're put god damn it um, um I, I
1: this mean, looks a like a complaints... major positive um uh, I, I think we talked about aew opening the door to other companies and how interesting that is it's i'm sorry i like both companies it's 10 times more interesting to see wwe finally agree to start building bridges and for me we get to see we might get to see daniel bryan fight you know the the best that you know new japan is to offer and um some of the rumors are coming out that he's kind of a you know a bigger advocate for this because he you know this is appealing to him for sure um but it's also a super strategic move for WWE to make sure New Japan and AEW don't get a deal together. Um cuz we know that, you know, we've already had uh, you know, people like Kenta um just parachute over to AEW for a, you mm-hmm. know, a cup of coffee. Um so I think it's a smart move if it's actually going to come to fruition on WWE's part. And for us, my god, you could get Drew McIntyre versus uh I don't know, man, Okada.
0: Yeah. His tweet today was great. Like, uh, it's, it's a major troll on uh, Drew McIntyre's part. Um, definitely playing with the fans, but how cool is that? I mean, he tweeted that out today. I mean, how immediately I see some of our buddies on Twitter are poo pooing that. And it's like, let me enjoy this. Jesus tap dancing Christ. Uh, has there been a nice fun rumor about the WWE in like the last 10 years? God damn. Um, no, I guess funny you know is- if we
1: talk. If we talk so much about who cares about brand loyalty, are you telling me Okada doesn't want to fight Drew McIntyre at some point in his career? Right. That's what we're excited about. I don't know about the dot, like the dotted line, and who, how much money is going to New Japan, but I, I think they're going to be okay when they have that, you know, Tony Khan contract get slid across the table to them. Um, am I saying the right con?
0: Nick, what is that guy's Nick name? Nikon. The... I said Tony. Totally. Yeah. I
1: apologize. At least I caught myself in that error. When yeah. the Nikon contract comes sliding across that table, they'd be like, "Fine, who cares?" And then, I... man, the other thing I don't, I don't understand why people are scared about the booking. We've already it seen WWE do questionable things in Saudi Arabia, and you know what? <laughs> it's just they just do it like comic books.
0: Like, you know what? This isn't canonical. Who cares? Right. Here, here's here's the best part. Everybody, everybody complaining about that booking uh are the same people that are never missing a show (laughs) will never miss a show um no matter how much they hated any of the lesnar matches the goldberg matches they are right there tweeting about this messaging about it they're doing everything that helps wwe make more money um so guys i mean come on You're, you're being a little silly here with getting too worked up about the booking because um
1: and if Pico- you're going to
0: forget, you're going to forget about it soon enough, there's going to be a new storyline. I mean, Mike, we're comic book fans. If we were really worked up about the booking, I wouldn't have a 1000 X-Men issues back here because really it's dog shit at this point with how many times those you guys just- die and come back.
1: Yeah, I mean, with uh, comic books, you just stay, you know, with, like, the good stories. Those are the WrestleManias. You don't worry about, you know, the Hell in a Cell, like, issues, you know, where all the X-Men are (laughs) turned into puppies, and you're like,
0: what? And
1: Magneto's (laughs) a dog catcher. Like, oh, my God. I,
0: You know, I have said on the show, though, I'm a huge fan of of those. uh, Well, I am a huge fan of those middle of the story issues that um, they come out as, like, a supersized issue. You throw in Spider Man, and exactly the one that I referenced last time was where there was a lost puppy, and Spider Man, oh. and Iceman, and uh, one more uh, of the X Men had to go find him. And it was just fun. It was fun dialogue with the three of them going back and forth. They, I mean, it it looks like it's from a completely different timeline, and um, it it was really just right in the middle, slap dab in the middle of a big storyline of uh, for the X Men, and. It was actually Nightcrawler's Big Return, and Matt finally subscribed to X-Men again after probably a decade. And I could have been angry, but then when I read through it, I was like, God damn, that was, that was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, the, the point Drake is... and Peter Parker still got it.
1: Yeah, the point is, I mean, those guys can still go back <laughs> to their respective realms and rule right. over the ponds. And also, maybe someone will lose a match, but, I mean, these guys are... They talk to each other. You know what I mean? They see each other on Twitter and, you know... Mm-hmm. YouTube or up, up, down, down, maybe, Matt, into a segue.
0: Um, And I
1: think they would love to face each other. And I I don't know how much time we could dedicate to this, but Xavier Woods and Matt Riddle uh, maybe put on one of the best free matches I've seen in the last 365 days. Um, And it's just stuff like this where I, I, you know, sometimes like with uh, offense, um, a lot of credit goes to the person eating the move um because of all the balance and um like gymnastics it takes to make a, a really fascinating like hanging suplex look good um Xavier and Riddle equally uh made this move just magical uh riddle jumping up um into Xavier's arms for a like a a, a jumping hanging tossing vertical suplex um it, it was it was gorgeous um there's like probably four or five spots that just Blew your mind. Um, And if you just want a reminder, like, you know, why is Matt Riddle on my TV? You know, he's sliding around on a scooter. You know, Xavier Woods, why am I watching this match? He's, you know, he's in the new day. He's a tag team wrestler. Like, no. They're they're booked that way to spread out the rest of the tents in the circus. Uh, But Matt Riddle and Xavier Woods are fantastic wrestlers. And I, I don't know why they did this treat for us as wrestling fans for 20 minutes uh but if you like professional wrestling and you're one of those molar grinders about oh
0: New japan's got all the best wrestling just
1: turn on xavier and riddle and tell me you're not impressed that was fantastic and it closed with an rk bro rko i don't know what to call it but i love
0: it (laughs) i mean that's that's it right there right like that's your taste of like Let's let's get these guys that don't necessarily need to have these storylines that collide for a full year, but they can, you know, they can hook up for a month and, and see what happens and they, they turn out gold. I, you know, I, I think th- there's so many different ways to book and make sense of WWE and New Japan working together. Um, it, like tournament style would be a ton of fun. Um, I just there's so many fun things that could just happen this one time we can see it and, we can, yeah. and then we can move on. And it, it, and God damn, like it, it doesn't have to be the worst thing in the world. If your favorite WWE guy goes down, um, I know like planet earth will actually implode if it ends up being like a tournament and a new Japan guy goes down to a WWE guy. I know planet earth will implode, but it's really not the end of the world. It, it's we're, it's fun. It's funsies, you guys. Um, it's fake fighting. I, I feel like I feel terrible because I, I I think three weeks in a row now I've made the argument for some different reason <laughs> and summed it up to saying it's, it's fake fighting. I mean, we love it. I'm goddamn. I have I have a fiend yeah. thing right here, Mike. Uh, Mike, one of the most popular videos on YouTube is why WWE Creative is so awful in the, the image for that YouTube video is our beloved Bray Wyatt and the fiend. Um, hey. it's just, yeah, like it, there's no, <laughs> there's nothing you could pull from that to call that bad creative. Uh, unless you're just a stickler for seeing headlocks in the ring. And that's, that's good. That's, that's good shit, right? There. Like, uh, shut up, man. Just, just let's let go. Uh, yeah, it's, I, again, fake fighting. We're having fun like, here.
1: Speaking of let getting let go. Um, Man, hey, Edna that experiment is over already, and I I'm kind of surprised. I didn't think he was doing a terrible job. Um, and it looks like it was a <sighs> amicable decision. Um, on both sides that Edna yeah, was not a big fan of the bad. travel, and WWE was kind of like, yeah, that's fine, go ahead. I guess I'm just kind of surprised because I know he's a baseball dude. Um, and he's definitely at some point, right, traveled you know to to go announce baseball games, so. Um, maybe it's just, you know, the way the WWE schedule works and maybe they were kind of showing them what was in store for him as they, you know, start to, you know, move forward past COVID and, you know, have more live wrestling shows. You know, that's, that's just conjecture on our part, but man, I, when he got released, there's a lot of people going good riddance. And I was just like, kind of take it aback. Cause this guy, man, he didn't get two years in the performance center. He, he didn't get to. He didn't get to go under the wings of Michael Cole uh, for two years. Yeah. He literally went from baseball to calling Claymores for Drew McIntyre um, yeah. with, like, no prep. Um, I mean, man, we're going to bring him up in just a segment, but our beloved Eric Bugenhagen uh, toiled away for years, and he looked ready in um, night one. Uh <laughs> With his encore in NXT with his air guitaring. And now look at him. He's a, you know, fledging uh, heavy metal electric guitarist, uh, you know, bringing out our beloved Nakamura. So I, I just, I I would pump the brakes on being so hypercritical on poor Adnan, who is a, is a decorated and celebrated sports announcer. And he literally got a crash course in becoming a WWE commentator, and then they broke up. And I I would not call him Mike Adam Lee, Adam Lee, doesn't matter. He's out. I don't think that that's a fair comparison, uh, but I didn't think he sounded nervous. I I just think that what a learning curve Uh, (laughs) to just get thrown in the WWE fire. I I think he got too much heat uh, for, you know, what they asked of him to do to be on the flagship show of WWE with no
0: practice. And he he definitely too like took it in stride on social media. Like he, he was clapping back at everybody. Uh the the old Hall of Fame induction uh for Ednon being posted, uh, you know, a Photoshop picture. Um he, he just came right back and he was like, I, it's just an honor to be nominated. Um <laughs> that's, that's a great tweet. And that that's I think this guy was out there having fun and I, I, I come back to, uh, you know, again, what I, I shouldn't, I should stop summing up things is why we should give wrestling a little more leeway, uh, of, of what we're actually watching, (laughs) but that guy, he he was having fun and he put in the effort. I I can never fault anybody for doing that. Um, and I mean, goddamn, we watch a guy that, uh, on AEW every week that can't even get a, goddamn word out of of his fucking mouth so what (laughs) what problem do we have with a guy who's at least trying to learn this job and and get it right um it's it's just i i i am i'm a sleepy boy right now i uh you know we you and i both spend a lot of time on twitter and i i just wish you know there was some way that we could break through and and get more more people to to hear this side of the story where it's not just black and white on everything. Like and non-verick did not have to be the greatest sports caster of all time, the greatest sports announcer of all time for, uh, you know, professional wrestling. Uh, but apparently he needed to be for wrestling Twitter. And I, I just wish like to your sentiment, people could let go a little bit and give someone an opportunity, uh, because, Everybody was thrilled about that release. And I mean, just what was it? Two days later, uh, Tom Phillips gets the ax. And this is a guy that you and I both know works incredibly hard. And this is one of the most punishing jobs an announcer can do with how much you are force fed uh, as you're trying to speak. This, these are the words I, I, I've heard from Mick Foley. As, uh, he, he refuses to do this job because he knows how difficult it is, but, uh, he also worked behind the scenes. Uh, so this guy was, was fully in the WWE world and, uh, all the faults that we, we give it. And, uh, you know, he, he's let go. I just, you know, it's, it's just weird to me. I, I didn't want either guy to be released. I don't think we hope that anybody gets fired. It's just, uh, I hope it's more of like an open eye opening situation for some wrestling fans to celebrate one man's release and a few days later we're mourning the next um i think i think for both of those it it sucks for those guys that uh you know they don't maybe this is something i really wanted to try and it didn't work and even if it's just about the scheduling that super sucks if you wanted to make this work and the scheduling got in the way uh, for Tom Phillips, it's obviously a, a worse story. I think, uh, you know, this is a guy who's put in a lot of time and effort and we'll go back to the extra jobs he had. But, uh, but still, like, neither one of these are, are great feel-good stories. They, they both suck. Um, but, yeah, I guess there isn't too much to say uh, more about Tom Phillips, but the, the situation sucks. But if you can be as successful as Tom Phillips was with this job, he can do anything. Yeah. Uh, I think word's gotten around at how tough this job is. So he just needs to put that at the top of his resume and he's going to be golden. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know, I, that's a, that's a great point. Both those guys are going to be fine. Adnan's just going to go back to sports and he fits right in perfectly. And then Tom, <laughs> um, uh, saw, saw kind of a cool tweet, uh, from, uh, from Dax of, uh, AEW saying, uh, for my money, Uh, Tom was the best commentator I had the pleasure of working with. He worked so hard with us to get our story across. He put the words to our music. Maybe his biggest downfall was he enjoyed calling actual professional wrestling ellipses. I'm sure I'll see you soon. So I don't know if that means, you know, every time somebody gets released, they're going to AEW. (laughs) It's always a story. Uh, Who knows? Maybe he'll be in the, uh, you know, the Royal Rumble on uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sunday. Maybe he'll come in, maybe it'll be, uh, you know, he'll be in the Casino Battle Royale and, you know, he'll be joining the big show. Who knows? Nope,
0: got um, another mystery entrant.
1: Yeah, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right, Tom. Great worker. He'll land on his feet. He'll be fine. And if he comes to AEW, um, man, that's a real get for them. Um, and then, Matt, I guess just the last piece is the Boogs. Boogenhagen watch is over. Matt, now we get to watch Boogenhagen. It's, it's a totally different watch. Um, He comes out, shreds the guitar. Um, (laughs) Clearly, this company sees something in him uh, to let him rub elbows with Nakamura. Um, As a fan of the guy, as a guy who's tweeted him periodically over the past two years going, When? When? Why? What are we waiting for? Man, this was, uh, you know, uh, outside of him debuting at WrestleMania to win the title. uh, This is a pretty... Badass way for him to come out, um, scream his name, uh, scream out Nakamura's name, and uh, just own that stage. Matt, um, are you are you uh, optimistic about this?
0: I at least uh, like I, I saw this and I was like, does somebody actually listen to our show? Because they're taking two of our favorites and mixing them together. Like it, it couldn't I couldn't have been more tickled to see what actually happened here. Um, I was, I was a little bummed that I didn't get to see it live. Cause I know I would have, that would have been a major popski for me. Uh, yeah. but clearly I was uh busy Friday night, um, with more pressing matters. <laughs> um, uh, I was, was really look, thinking
1: you're going to change Teddy's name to books.
0: Yeah. That, that would have been a nice move, right? Just an honor. I, 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 thought maybe naming my son after Teddy long and Kevin Owens would have been enough for you, but, um, yeah, I got to go uh, back to the record books and cross off Teddy and maybe it could be Boogs. Boogs I thought you named him
1: after Teddy from Mr. Bean and Uncle Owen from oh, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I uh I I still I don't have a great answer yet where those names came from. It, uh, I I get to pretend, I guess, that uh maybe I uh, maybe I, I tell people Teddy it's from Mr. Owen heart, so yeah, that's that's a good idea. That, that doesn't hurt. That's where Kevin Owens came from, right? Yeah, Owens is his son. Named after own her okay anyway nobody cares all right man are we gonna give you three
1: nxt nuggets for this week before we get into double or nothing
0: i certainly didn't prep for it so let's move on to a
1: <laughs> <laughs> man i'm super geeked about double or nothing um uh, i got i got folks who are vax coming over uh we're gonna be having some yum yums uh i got pickle pizza coming but huh. they're they're ex- just wait till you try it it's like garlic bread with a little bit of dill oh is it good um they're excited to play board games. I'm like, you guys know this card is amazing. Um, uh, Matt, I don't know if you want to just start from the bottom, work our way up. Yeah, um, uh, Drake style, but uh, let's do it this way, Matt. This is uh, because uh, I'm pretty familiar with this card. So, Stadium well, Stampede, we a of
0: them, just so you know, while you're looking at the notes. Boop,
1: oh, I see what one. happened there. Yeah, nope. uh, Stadium Stampede, <laughs> Matt, Pinnacle, Inner Circle. When I saw this and I saw Pinnacle win um, on that special event, the uh, Blood and Guts, I thought, oh, Inner Circle, you know, they're going to tie it up, make this a best of three. But, man, much in those tea leaves, like when the Royal Rumble comes around, I'm thinking of uh, 2016 and people are like, oh, yeah, Randy's got it. Like, Randy? Where the hell is that coming from? God, <laughs> <laughs> By God, he won. Matt, those same kind of voices are saying this is the end of the inner circle. Because if they lose, they're done. They have to break up. Matt, do you see uh, this Randy Orton, like, little chirping on the side? Is this going to come to fruition, or are we going to get a best of three um, an inner circle is going to tie up the score?
0: Um, I I think they're definitely pushing this to Jericho having a face run. So I, I think he does a better face run without inner circle, and I, I think – i think it'll be fine for these guys uh to give it a go on the outside and and there are quite a few you know i i know the jokes of how many different factions there are in aew like that does get around but i it's, it, that's not as big a deal for me but i the point being if inner circle goes away we're we're fine like the the <laughs> the circles keep on rolling um so I, I think it'll be a fun start, too, for if Jericho is going to hang around. I, I would look at what his tour schedule is and also help that determine. Should have done that, right? That would have been good research uh, to see if Inner Circle is uh, <laughs> going to prevail or not uh, stick around. But um, I, my, my wonder, since I think even though we, we do want to get younger guys facing Kenny Omega for, the, uh, for all of his titles... I think it would be kind of fun to see Kenny and and Chris go at it again, but with a face, Chris and a heel Kenny, uh, I think there's a lot of, uh, viewership in that. That's a huge pay-per-view match. And I think it would just be more fun to see the return of, of, uh, like a, the list toting type of Chris Jericho. And we are getting there. I think, um, since pinnacles come around, you, you definitely get a, a closer, fun, loving Chris Jericho, but, um, I I think it'd be fun to see that solo run. So yeah, give me, give me pinnacle end of, uh, end of inner inner circle.
1: I will say, um, yeah, I think it's time for Santana and Ortiz to kind of get back into the tag team picture. Um, Sammy Guevara would probably go his own way. Um, with that obnoxious, uh, tsunami haircut that he loves showing everybody, um, (laughs) to see him go, you know, maybe, uh, maybe go heel on his own a little bit but um, i feel like if inner circle does win this match uh, it just knocks down pinnacle who you know pinnacle okay like inner circle has a whole you know year plus of them being relevant right mm-hmm. but pinnacle they have one victory and it's still arguably mjf and friends and if they're really going to try and get this stable over get this faction over as a legitimate, you know, heel threat. They need, they need more wins. They need to pack, you know, pad the, the win loss column. And I, I think the only way they do that is they topple the inner circle um, and look like bad is doing it. So I, I, I guess I'm in pinnacles it. And uh, we'll let the, the members kind of disperse for the inner circle.
0: I, I um, will say there's that element of war games and how like undisputed era was always successful uh four horsemen is stadium stampede is that the inner circles match uh so there could be that that idea backing it so if they win i would assume that inner circles can be holding on to the stadium stampede as something that they can come back to every year and uh, they do a great job of booking it they they like to have fun in that match so uh, I I'd be all for it, but yeah, I still see at least storyline wise, it makes more sense for pinnacle to win and, and start to build something else up.
1: Yeah. The toughest thing would be because state stadium stampede is so fun. It's hard to see the bad guys win a fun match. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got, uh, the TNT championships going to be defended murder versus Miro. And it's not that, a you know, we love talking about wrestling being a circus and the different tents. This is going to be the big, uh, big hoss fight. The meaty man slapping meat. <laughs> um, but it's just, it feels like such a foregone conclusion that you know, it's not as exciting for me as it could be because we know that Miro, this is his time. This is, t- you know, he's he's got the rocket, he's got the little straps kind of fit on his on his shoulders there and he's ready to start flying around. Um, and that means that he's not going to lose in his first title defense to the Murder Hawk. Um does that kinda does that kind of damper
0: your interest for this one, Matt? Absolutely. I always hate it when it's too predictable. But um I I think uh Amy would agree with us. We, I think the three of us are all huge fans of Murderhawk, and I, I just uh, I would have I would have gone for something that was a little bit easier to you know to, to see like another easy win for Miro. I think that would have been a better shot. Uh could have been I don't know. Something could have happened in the Indeed. week to maybe something's going to happen tonight while we're recording and we're missing it where murder Hawk gets hurt. But I, I, I think there should have been something to set up Miro's. Uh, I, I know we're, you know, now we're back to back matches already saying that we need more wins under their belts and just insert name. But I, I think it still makes sense. Uh, it's not unfair to say that Miro's start with AEW was, um, in my opinion, an absolute joke. So the, for him to to have a Miro run, to be the guy that we wanted to see be successful in WWE. I didn't need to see video game Miro successful in WWE. That guy losing to John Cena at WrestleMania, that makes perfect sense. The Rusev that lost at WrestleMania, the, the Miro I want to see him be, he should go on a long winning streak. And um, I think that's where all of our frustrations came for with Rusev days. We saw a guy who is who can, you know, can look and be dominant. And, uh, I think you need to murder Hawk victory is going to be great. It just sucks for murder (laughs) Hawk. So we're such huge fans, huge fans.
1: Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Uh, important spot, but a tough spot for his fans. Um, man, let's roll the dice or, you know, mix it up a little bit. We got the casino battle Royale. I, I hope they don't do it in the pre-show again. Uh, But some of the names out there, you know, Griff Garrison's, Brian Pillman Jr., Preston Vance of Dark Order, Stu Grayson, Nick Camarado, QT, Marshall, uh, Lee Johnson, Dustin Rhodes, Matt Anthony Bowens, uh, Max Caster, Penta El Zero, Isaiah Cassidy, uh, Mark Quinn, Matt Seidel, Christian Cage. Yeah. (laughs) Matt Hardy, mean. Powerhouse Hobbs, Evil Cal Cabana, Jungle Boy, and of course there's always some mystery entrance. But Matt, I'm gonna give you one uh, hot tag question here if you're ready. I'm ready. All right.
0: Christian Cage or the field. Oh, oops. Hot tag. Hot tag. Um I alright, so you get the field in this bet. Um I'm taking Christian Cage and
1: Fuck. <laughs> I want a Christian cage just to win the bet. I don't Yeah, I don't mean it it's it.
0: almost like the more interesting conversation here is that I want to see Matt Seidel, not almost kill himself. Um I want to see Penta do well, but I mean that would be something like if I could if I was fantasy booking this and not just picking not doing predictions. Yeah. yeah pick Penta. That, like 9 times out of 10. Um I don't know who the the mystery entrant is going to be. I think Ooh. uh I was more I had my my, what, what do you say, your ear to the ground, right? Um, yeah. And I think we, we all knew who was coming, but this year I, I don't know. And um, I don't know, you said there's, ooh, you... Well, there's <laughs> a really
1: sexy rumor that I don't think has enough uh, meat to it to really, you know, come true. But Samoa Joe uh, is a guy who ooh. said he's he's got something up his sleeve. He's got some, he's going to be busy um we haven't we haven't seen a lot of you know a lot of that in the tea leaves but he is unemployed um i think uh woo, i think companies would love to have him there but i have a feeling it's gonna be uh our boy big show um uh, because he's supposed to help announce that match so he's probably just gonna take the the tucks off and you know get in there and wrestle with the boys a little bit
0: can i can i just say you and I were very critical of the excitement of Christian coming to aew like, it's just not for us Samoa Joe I don't have enough pants in the house to contain all of the semen that are that's going to blow from wow. my middle wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow! that is something to be excited for and I I, I hope like I only bring that up because I know like uh, we get we get a lot of flack. I get a lot of flack for being uh, a WWE guy, but I, I just, I don't know. I feel like I hate both and I'm trying to be more realistic, but that's my, that's my proof right there. That's my proof that when I, bat, when I, I wasn't excited about Christian cage, it was because it was Christian, not because it was AEW. Yeah. Again, not enough pants in the world to contain the jism that would be streaming from my middle. If uh, from a wee, wee, I think if Samoa <laughs> yeah, came I think out if, and won that match. If, if, it's if Samoa the, Joe comes out, Mike, yeah, and beats Christian for the Casino Battle Royale, I, Mike, there's not enough land on planet Earth to contain the amount
1: no. okay, <laughs> of man.
0: cinnamon roll All right cream. There. holy mackerel.
1: All right. Uh, if, if it's in the pre-show, we're not getting Samoa Joe. It's going to be Pineapple Pete coming out as, I don't Whee! know. Uh, g- give me a give me a fruit. He's going to be Kumquat Carl or something. He's just going to reboot himself. It's it's Come not, quiet. I see. It's got to be a main. It's got to be a main <laughs> main card uh, battle royale situation. Otherwise, why why are we wasting Samoa Um uh, Probably the strong money's on uh, Big Show wrestling, and yeah. the better money's on Christian Cage winning. Um, and you know, honestly. Unless- I-
0: Another snore, Like uh, Big Show's gonna come out. I mean, it'll be cute at the time, but it's not something. It's not a surprise entrance that I go. Oh man, I gotta see that Big Pop when Big Show came out at the uh, Casino battle Royale in the pre-show. <laughs> it's
1: almost like he's too big.
0: You know? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. You he's know, too like, big for this show. Yeah, like he's well. No. Yeah, well, I meant He's too. He's too large a human being. Um, you know, all these 5'10 guys in AEW are going to look four foot ten next to Big Show. But, uh, Aww. let's move on, man. We got, uh, Brian Cage, uh, soon to be a, a horror movie actor, we're learning. Um, uh, he's just going to fight Hangman. Um, whew. Matt Hangman, he's kind of been, uh, toiling around. He's been drinking whiskeys. He's been in tag teams. Uh, he's been doing everything but the main event. And... <laughs> The story is maybe the reason that he's kind of been on the peripheral is that they've been waiting for a live crowd before strapping the rocket to him so when i look at this one um the hangman i i think this is this is probably going to be go time uh this sunday we got people back let's uh light a fire under this guy and just send him to the moon
0: yeah, I remember when we were critical when he first started with AEW. I I, th- I think everything that I didn't like, he's, I mean, he. no, you know what? It's not even that I didn't, I, I just, I hate when these guys are just uh, crowned as these wrestling gods. And then I look at their character and I go, all right, and you, he's not a horse. That's pretty neat. He didn't turn into Hangman Page. So he was like a disgruntled alcoholic. Like I, <clears throat> that adds so much more flavor, almost literal flavor, if you think about it, uh, to his character. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, you get the smoky heat from his bourbons. Um, <laughs> the smoky burn, I should say, not heat. Um, <laughs> but but he's he's just become like. I dare I say, like it's it's stone cold esque in regards to not maybe not the loud drunk, but he's he's definitely the quiet scary drunk. He he's got like that Aragorn feel to him, you know, in the back of the um, and uh, was it Hobbiton? No, not Hobbiton. Uh, Buckleberry Fairy, follow me. They're going to where? At Anyways,
1: the, the end of the prancing pony.
0: Yes, thank you. He's like Aragorn at the back of the end of the prancing pony. Um, so. He's on his way to become the king. Uh, he's just got to get through the two towers. He's got two books, Mike, to finish. He's long. still he's still Strider. We're waiting for him to be Aragorn. Yes, that is a good way to put that. Um, uh, thanks for finishing my point. I, uh, no I gotcha. sleepy boy. All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, hangman for this one. We've been talking too long. <laughs> We're gonna oh, man, still end this, up making this over fucking. Hours. I gotta
1: say, this next one is probably the hardest one to predict because I could see their reign just eh, Continuing through the summer, but yeah. oh, the fun possibilities of Kingston and John Moxley running the tag division. Oh, I would be I would be sitting in front of my TV at seven thirty, hitting refresh, uh, just excited for Dynamite to start again. Um, if Kingston and Mox were opening and closing shows as the champs,
0: per- perfectly booked for for you to be finally to finally hate the young bucks. Like I, I I think that they did such a good job with this and they want, they like, it's been a struggle, I think to get you to, to despise the young bucks. Cause they're doing like good work on like ESPN too, and showing up with their Jordans and they're playing into all that fun stuff. Um, so I think this is, this is that moment where you're like, God damn it. Like they took something really great away from me. Um, I, I think I think they did some incredible booking with that to, to really help you fall in love <laughs> I, with. Kingston I would and say Mox. that
1: I will be more, I, I, I will be more upset that they're taking away my Kingston and Mox run than <laughs> I am with them taking the actual tag titles. That's what's going to get me upset.
0: No, I, I can't.
1: <laughs> I would buy every dorky tag team gimmick catchphrase t-shirt that Kingston and Mox end up putting their heads
0: together and making. Um, I mean, Mike yep. still has to take. He's got to have, right? There's, uh, there's paternity leave in his future, right? There's, I hope, I hope he's got yeah. like a month off coming up. They, they, sh- he should be able to get that. Let me tell you, Mike. Uh, yeah. with two babies, uh, it's pretty tough. One baby's still pretty tough, so he's he's got to get some free time. He's got to help out. Uh, he's got to help out the young lady at home. They, uh, they need their rest.
1: Matt is calling it now. He's calling the Bucks. Um, I got to call the Bucks too. Um, I I think that they have a feel uh, for for how excited we would be for Kingston and Mox and for the Bucks to snatch it away. Uh, I, yeah, it's right on the money. Um, Matt probably the match. Uh, I, I saw a really good tweet about this. Um, Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes are um, God. They're uh, no, I can't remember the tweet. now I'm letting. Is it Thunder
0: know. Rosa? Was it Thunder? What did she say? Biggest feud in pro wrestling. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes versus self awareness. Woo!
1: <laughs> and she did not tweet that for the record. Um, no, was like,
0: that was a no, response. Know. Oh my god! If Thunder Rosa tweeted that, then we'd know on her way yeah. to
1: NXT. She gone. Um, uh, but yeah, he's going to fight Anthony Agogo, Uh Cody I've, breaking out the American Dream gimmick. but uh, I've man. never
0: wanted Cody to lose more than I want him to lose this Sunday. Is it Saturday so or I, Sunday?
1: I heard some pretty fascinating stuff about that promo. Um, allegedly.
0: About it being workshopped? F- oh workshopped it? So, to who? What does that even mean? To
1: who? Who did you workshop it to?
0: I Mike, when I saw the quote that they had, um, what do you call it? The test audience or the, um, uh, you know, you have a, gr- a, a group focus
1: of people. Group.
0: Yeah, you had a focus group. I read that at first and I went, man, Cody's so funny. And then I realized he wasn't joking. He was like, for real, that was straight. Where, that was, him. was there he a, a single a black person just, in this focus group? It's like... Yeah, I mean, if it was like the Hogan family, of course they love that. They were all about it. He was like, "I, I had, I handpicked this focus group. I had walked into Hulk Hogan. Did,
1: <laughs> did he have a van and a megaphone at that day when the nutballs stormed the Capitol on January sixth? Is that when he did the
0: focus group? Because I, I don't know. Do you have time hop? Do you have time hop on your phone? shows uh, you, like, tweets and pictures you've taken on that day going back, you know, 10, yeah. 15 years. Two days or maybe three days after that, um, AOC tweeted out how great it is that Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes are so aware of each other uh, after Cody made his comments about, like, uh, Cody said he was colorblind to Brandy Rhodes and Brandy said, then you don't see me and AOC. Um, uh, I forget her first name, but I, Ocasio Cortez. Uh, she was the one who tweeted that out to bring up like, like to, to to send some goodwill to pro wrestling, to AEW to say, Hey, this is the company you should watch because they're saying the right things. I mean, it was just so funny that that, that popped up in my time hop. It was like two years ago, this happened. Yeah. And that's where I focus on saying the right things at that time. And they didn't necessarily go forward and do the right <laughs> thing to continue that trend. It's so, but... funny.
1: it's so funny. Like we talked about, listen, <laughs> I think you saw how it went over. If you had a chance, you'd do it over again. But instead the next story they do, Hey, I focus grouped it. You guys said you liked it. So it's not my fault. It's like, no, don't
0: don't double down on it. Just
1: just cut <laughs> it double out, nothing, man. Nothing,
0: Mike. AW <laughs> focus group or nothing. Here we go. Get but it You out guys there. hated it, but now it's your fault. How do you feel about that? All right, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna give Mike, you what you want. Uh, i let's on Twitter. This since, well, since yeah. we missed this match, I saw that Ogogo is getting booed. Um, come on, guys, wake up, Jacksonville, wake up. You boo Cody Rhodes, you boo him so goddamn hard on Sunday, or I have zero faith in the That's wrestling the community going dream, forward. It's the American dream.
1: Uh, uh, he's getting a hero's welcome. He's going to be the main event over the actual main events. Uh, <laughs> but whew, It is Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker. <clears throat> now, in a good way. Um, I, it feels like uh, the Miro oh. Burgerhawk is kind of set in stone, right? Just,
0: I just realized we had Hangman on here twice. I was like, why are you skipping matches?
1: Um, this feels like Britt Baker's time, right? Yeah. Is it, is it finally time to pull the trigger on this
0: one? Here's, here's the difference Mike between Miro's match and this match, because they're so, we know exactly what's going to happen, what the end result should be, but this is crowning the champion. This absolutely has to happen because it's, it's almost overdue at this point. Like, uh, and it's not at that point, but if we waited another month, then we'd be like, "Come on, what are we doing?" Uh, so yeah, this this is this is Britt Baker all the way. She's she earned this months ago. She earned this when we had our biggest YouTube video uh, about Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker going at it. Um, just had a quick plug for our own show there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all right, this is the writing's on the wall. This this one's good to go. Let's pack it, ship it. It's going to be a great match. I'm not taking anything away from it. Uh, I'm just talking about um, if I—I I guess I'm addressing. Am I a hypocrite uh, because I'm really excited for this, and we all know Britt Baker's going to win? But a- am I a hypocrite because I'm not as excited about Murder Hawk and Miro because I know who's going to win? Um, I think well, it's just a different idea. Here.
1: Like Sheeta is. She's not. She is not stale, but it feels like you know what. I think she's proven everything she has to prove. And even if, even in defeat, she will still be upper echelon, you know, in the AEW women's division where Britt Baker, if she loses, you know, another match like this kind of like, well, when, when are we going to see her like get her shot? Cause she's clearly, you know, the most talented woman that they employ. Uh, I think this is just going to be a case of perfect time. Uh, let's roll with this and, uh, see how high, uh, you know, she can take the ceiling for this whole division. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, Matt, we move to the main event, uh, Kenny Omega defending against Pac and orange Cassidy. Um, I shared an article this week, one of my favorite websites, um, ringer had a pretty good one about, uh, Cassidy. Um, you know, the, the, the ceiling for his career as, you know, more of a clown, uh, Than a that a serious title contender like Omega or even Pac, um, I don't think that it's a bad thing uh, to be you know a wrestling clown. I do think that uh, part of the reason Cassidy is so popular is because and I, I think they quoted Colt Cabana in that article. Yeah, it was Colt Cabana. Um, if if you can't wrestle. If you can't go and the crowd doesn't understand or, or uh, not understand, if the crowd doesn't agree and see that, oh, yeah, this guy can also wrestle, then the clown gimmick doesn't get over. So part of what makes Cassidy such an interesting like wrestling prospect is that, yes, he is you know a tongue-in-cheek, the King of Sloth style, um, thumbs up, hands in his pockets. But I, I don't think it works if we didn't know that he could also go in the ring. So there might be, yeah, there might be a lower ceiling for him, you know, as far as like winning championships goes. But Orange Cassidy, the man, I, I, you know, I, I, I think he's going to be fine financially, and um, a lot of that is attributed to, you know, he can be both sides of that coin. He can be humorous, and he can still wrestle.
0: So the winner. I agree with everything you said. I, 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 honestly, um, I don't, I don't see huge potential in like a major champion. I think there's, uh, there's probably a couple of good runs in there. Uh, but yeah, orange, orange Cassidy is, uh, it's like that same idea with like what we wanted for the fiend was to stay away from the championship. Um, uh, conversation and and kind of what we get you know for most of the undertaker's career i i think he he could have turned into something where it was fun to have uh you know a what do i want to say now i keep i keep having the wrong words pop in my head but ha- i guess just having a feud with him because it, it's something that you could do a lot of behind the scenes promos i mean it could be something like with orange Cassidy, the way he's so good on camera If you have somebody that's going to be off TV for a while, have them feud with orange Cassidy just in the back and have them pop up and, and other promos, have them all pre-recorded. have a guy go on vacation. There there's strategies to some of these guys that I think pro wrestling hasn't quite uncovered yet. Uh, but you set all that stuff up in the back and then eventually, you know, guy takes a month off John Moxley and then he comes back and fights orange Cassidy and it's all funsies. Um, you know that John is a bad idea because they're both faces and it would be confusing but i I'm just there's potential for this character to like be cool and have fun and say almost nothing and you could have all these things like block stocked and ready to go way ahead of time before you actually need them and um I just I, I don't know it's it's that's where I' You're see just this. To that's explain that the the extra values. use value yeah okay yeah um uh, but yeah for this match kenny omega all the way um and i think orange cassidy's taking the pin and i think they're going to keep Pac safe and i think they're going to do another Pac and kenny after this
1: leading into yeah.
0: eventually um they're gonna they're gonna go back and do the uh, hangman versus Pac, and hangman's gonna prevail and
1: yeah i think uh what's funny is we just had a uh, bobby lashley um Braun Strowman and uh, McIntyre match, and it was like clockwork the way we predicted. You know, Braun's going to eat a couple finishers, take uh, what we used to affectionately call the cane spot, where you don't get to win a title, but you are in a title match. And what's going to be fascinating is that I think Orange is in the cane spot. Uh, I think he's going to eat a couple of finishers and take the pin, but, man, I I think he's kicking out of a one-winged angel on Sunday. And, uh, that might not be a, a title victory, uh, but still be something to, you know, put a little feather in his cap that, you know, not a lot of people kick out of that move because it's, it's, it's pretty heavily protected. Um, so I, I think Cassidy's going to do something pretty cool. It's not going to be win the championship, it's not that time. There's a lot of juice, if you will. And that Kenny Omega running the company storyline. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think we're going to be in for a pretty cool treat for orange. Uh, i think he's kicking out of a one-winged angel
0: wow i mean that's that's a fun prediction i uh i don't see it myself i still see i still see cassidy going down clean uh, but i think he's going to take a lot and uh he's going to take a lot of punishment and we're going to see i mean you could just look at the three guys that'll be in the ring and the guy who can't take I mean, if you were, you were you know judging this fight in a back alley, uh, the three guys just did a scuffle, you had to you know pick the guy that shouldn't get hit I'd, too often. I'd
1: probably uh, pick,
0: you'd pick uh, Orange. Orange, yeah. <laughs> you'd pick Orange Cassidy. So <laughs> I think if they give him a lot of punishment, I think he'll come out like as uh, he tried really hard. But um, yeah. It'll be Kenny Omega. Orange Cassidy's future is definitely destined to be the guy that people tweet about, I don't know, once a month just to get 120 likes when they just go, you know, Orange Cassidy. That's the tweet. tweet. Oh, zing. All right. Sorry, half of Twitter. Um, Man, we got to do more of that, by the way. Apparently that works. Um, Also, shout out to the guy that... um, photoshopped all of my Seth Rollins drip Twitter posts and got hundreds of likes for each one. Uh, hats off to you. You're a pretty smart guy. Guess I should have thought of doing that. Um, I don't know. I, I shouldn't say thought of doing that because uh, straight up stole it. And holy shit, did he get a lot of likes? Um, I was, we got to start putting uh, brothers to discussion on all of our uh, memes. Oh, Damn. fuck yeah, that sucked to see that. I, I just searched it to see. Uh, I was trying to find our old tweet, and I saw that somebody stole every single one that I put together. And, uh, yeah, theirs blew up. So we we suck at Twitter, <sighs> apparently, because they even have less followers than us. I don't know. All right, we got to wrap up. Everybody, find us at BOD Podcast uh, for Twitter, uh, so you can see the little Debbie. Pictures. I mean, come on! It, it takes a lot of takes a lot of hard work to compare a Seth Rollins suit to a little, a little Debbie cupcake. Uh, BrothersTheDiscussion.com uh, dot com, for all the archive stuff. And then, uh, really hope you guys check out the YouTube channel uh, the brothers of Discussion. Uh, if you still subscribe and uh, help us continue to grow, we've had a pretty good run here. Uh, we appreciate everybody. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, enjoy the weekend.